Who does? Dan. Are Thank those you. your real teeth? He's those been showing them off for an hour and a half trying to get somebody to comment on them. <laughs> yeah, look how nice his teeth are, though. Let me see your guys' teeth. Are your teeth like that? Look at those teeth. Yeah. Thank I you. Teeth. I know. I've got really good teeth. I know. No, I no braces. These Are, are just... you kidding me? Wow. Oh, my gosh. I hate you. Okay. Sorry. That's just rando. I haven't brushed mine today, so that's why I wonder. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Martinez. COVID-19 Special Edition. Whoa, 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 whoa. 2020. Oh, 2020. Uh, oh, I uh, you were going to do that. I would have I would have had some some sound effects ready. Okay. <laughs> short. Oh, my throat. Uh, on the pod today, uh, I mean, they can see you. They should be able to see you. So, or, well, well, I guess for those audio, those still listening on audio, we got John. Hi guys, John Miles. Kobe to my virtual Peterson? left. Yeah, I don't know how to do this because we're not in the <laughs> studio. This is weird. We're in the virtual yeah. octagon. Yeah, this the is virtual gonna be the worst. Worst episode. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Peterson. Kobe. There you in the go. Virtual octagon. And then special guest. Well, not special guest. She's always a, she's like the guest, right? Oh. Meg, mm. No, Meg's a regular now. Meg's a regular, I right? I love to be regular. Top oh, yeah. favorite thing. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis so style. Everybody would have glasses. So I it could be the COVID, but it could also be the 2468i episode. <sighs> I do love that. We look smart, guys. Yeah, I we know, are. Right? Like, what was his name? Governor Perry. Governor Perry, that they were like, you're a dumb fuck. Put some glasses on and they'll think you're smart again. <laughs> That Rick Perry. That worked for Rick Perry. Uh, on today's it, show, we are going to talk about COVID-19 deaths being underreported in Utah. Uh, we're going to talk about the Planning Commission because you know what? There's still shit going on in Ogden. Uh, we'll do some pinkies up, thumbs down, maybe, and uh, and and some upcoming events. I, I don't know that they're, we're even going to have Actually, an upcoming no, event are... segment, right? Because yeah, there's, there's not, not anything. Yeah. It'll be like the great social distancing. Do that every day. Uh, but first, what's, uh, what's up, guys? What's the hap-haps? What's been going on? Oh, man. I don't think I've done anything. I feel like I haven't left the house in, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like someone asked you to do that. Yeah, she should. <laughs> okay, but you know honest what, to God. I feel like honest... it was you that asked me to do that. Oh, did At I first, pressure I'm like, you? should I take, not necessarily, but sometimes I'm like, do I need to take this news seriously? There was like the Rudy Gobert shit. And I'm like, do I really care? And then I look online and Meg and Nina are like concerned. And I'm like, I think this is a fucking thing. Here's what freaks <laughs> me out. Here's my, here's my freak out story. So my daughter had her fifth grade field trip up to the Capitol. Uh, what was that? The, I want to say the 7th, March 7th, maybe. No, because that was sad. So maybe the 5th or 6th of March. So we go up to the Capitol and I'm really excited because I'm going to see a lot of, of my old friends from the newsroom. And sure enough, I walk up to the front and there's a photog from Channel 2, Mike Sadowski, and 
reporter from Channel 2, Chris Jones. And I'm so excited to see oh, him. I, and I walk up and I give Mike a big hug and he's like, how are you? And then I go to hug Chris Jones and he goes, oh, no, no, I'm not doing that. So then I go to shake his hand and he goes, no, I'm not doing that either. And I swear to God, what? I thought it had to do with me, too. I was like, oh, well, <laughs> I you don't gotta I don't be that sexually harassing. He goes, no, no, no. It's I don't yeah. want to And I was like, oh shit, Chris Jones is taking this seriously. And so then, the next day, Rudy Gobert rubs all the microphones. Oh yeah. And the microphone he rubbed from Channel Two was Mike Sadowski's. Oh, and I really? thought, oh my god, can you imagine if that was just the day before? And I hugged him. So then I started freaking myself out that I was going to die from coronavirus and now we're all going to die. So anyway, it just was weird to have a reporter who's on the front line say, no, this is a thing. This is real. I'm seeing this. And that really made me take it serious. We all going to die. Well, I don't know, John, how are your lungs? I mean, eventually, eventually we'll all die. I just want to go back to the part where Dave, where you said, uh, I don't feel sexually harassed. Did he like? Did he laugh out loud though? First, or was he just like, "Oh, oh my Dude, god!" I thought I was the biggest moron. I, I am. People think I'm smart. I'm actually really stupid, and I don't get social cues at all. And I was like, "I don't feel sexually harassed. You can hug me." I was like, "No, I don't feel your disease, dingbat." I will say that I do like that Chris Jones guy though, because he's always John with Todd Weiler on Twitter. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate that. He's a brilliant man. He's very smart. So if he tells you this shit's bad, it's it's bad. So what have you been doing, Kobe? Um, so I had this weird thing happen. So uh, Angel Castillo reached out to me and she's like, hey, you speak Arabic, right? I was like, yeah. And she's like, um, there's there are a couple of uh, Arab families in Ogden and uh, there are some folks going to be dropping off some groceries, but they need somebody to act as an intermediary. Can you translate for them just on the phone? I was like, I don't, I don't think I could pull that off anymore. <laughs> I was oh, like, I don't, uh, I don't know if I'm up for that anymore. So I found, I found uh, the guy who was my TA on study abroad, Matt. He was really good. So I was like, oh yeah, Matt can do it for you. But then like, ever since then, like I've been studying my Arabic like every day. Like, dude, that's like, amazing. You up, man. Like you are that's no longer amazing. in, you know, you're not in fighting shape anymore here. Like you oh, cannot no. actually go. Oh man, look at John Miles. He put a pussy hat on. <laughs> He's wearing a pussy hat. <laughs> Yeah, so I have been studying Arabic like every day ever since then. So it's like, oh my god, we have Colby over here that's like, I speak Arabic, and we got pussy hat over here. We got two dichotomies. (laughs) Yeah, support women. I support women, guys. Oh my god. Yeah, thanks, God. He's over here talking about this great story about people. What's John been favors. doing besides yeah, John... exposing his kids to coronavirus? Yeah, I was just going to say, we were going to get to, <laughs> let's get the big news out, John. I've been watching, uh, I just watched The Gentleman by Guy Ritchie. I watched uh, Survivor Australia. Anybody? Yep. Nope. I've never missed a season. I love me well, some Ethan. Hey. No, oh, he's Africa. I've... Sorry, oh. Tina Wesson. Dude, Tina Wesson. I haven't. I have South Africa, and I haven't started it. But that one is like hardcore. They like search the people mm-hmm. at the beginning. But it has like stuff. It has my very that. favorite people in it. So really, Lex is my very so, favorite. Yeah. Wait a minute. You've actually watched Australia? Because mm-hmm. that is good shit. We're gonna talk about that. Okay. 
But, but guys, what about Tiger King? So, what about Tiger yeah. King? God. I can't do it. Dude, watch it. It's crazy. No. It is crazy. It's, it's too Dude, much. It's like, so crazy. No, I she can't. She watches it. Yeah, the internet's getting crazy about it, and I feel like it's I just it's not something that you should you relate. You relate too closely <laughs> yeah. with your nipple rings and <laughs> the Prince Albert. It's she Prince Albert. Go what it is. Blind. I had no idea what this thing was when my wife was watching it, and then just like the dudes are getting married, and then there's these. I didn't even really realize the tigers were a thing like that. Totally. You can't spoil people's. Tiger I, experience. Oh, I thought everybody knew. It's, it's like everybody knows everything about this. Oh, dude, there's so many memes. It is it is so, so beautiful. You know, and same thing. Like, I saw some people posting about it. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'll watch a little bit. And, like, the very first episode, like, you start watching, you're like, what is this? And the next thing you know, you've watched the whole episode, and you're like, I got I to gotta get more. And then like, there was one point where I was like, like, they're interviewing one of the other guys. I'm all, oh, it's a cult. And then, like, 20 minutes later, and like, People say it's a cult, because it's a cult, bro. <laughs> like it's a freaking cult. What you got going on, man? If you Isn't watch it, you know what I'm talking bleeding about. In one of the pictures, I mean, as soon as I saw the picture with like n- bleeding of the nipples. Nipples bleed, Meg. I don't know about that. I, I don't remember that. I, I'm gonna Google. Like well, don't Google nipple runner. bleeding. But oh, I yeah, thought I the picture like... is yeah, yeah. with you do that. nipples and two other men. No, no good. It's getting wild. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No. Oh. It's a cultural phenomenon, and if you haven't seen it, I, I, I tw- this is like probably one of my best performing tweets ever on the internet. I tweeted, I think that you know, watching Tiger King is like the modern day equivalent of being in on this like giant inside joke with the whole internet. And man, I've got like 250 likes on that tweet. By far, well, my let best me tell ever. you. Isn't Brian Dassey still in prison even after everyone was like Brian Dassey shouldn't be in prison? Yeah. And now everybody wants the Tiger King that he got a bad deal. Oh, is he in jail? Well, isn't I think he's he in dead? Trouble? Isn't he dead? Yeah, I thought he died or something. No, everybody was dead. saying they're that. No, he's not dead. Because, like, even from the first episode, like, they're calling him from jail. So, yeah, he's in jail. Oh, he's in jail. Yeah, don't Google Tiger King nipple. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. No, now I got to do it right now. Oh, don't do it. Share your screen, Dan. Put it up. Oh, man. I don't know if I want to see it. Oh, I'll show you the picture I found. And I'm really haunted by it. I'm not Googling it. Oh. oh yeah. That's that's, so I, weird. Was, I was just, that's the guy right there. I, I don't know what it is, but why I is, why are they like that? Okay. I'm sorry. Why that's hair, right? Like I don't know. It's not hair. It looks like a bite mark. It looks like uh, giant moles. Oh, 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 what is it? Oh my God, why did it make it bigger? No, get out. How, <laughs> How do I close the window? Why oh. is Logan Paul, wait, why is Logan Paul there? This is why you can't do shows from home because you can just sit and Google and do other things while you're sitting here. You do oh yeah, are we recording? We are recording. So anyway, so we started the show. Um, <laughs> you're reminding the listeners that we've begun. Yeah. Uh, so I've actually been watching um, Dark Side of the Ring, uh, season two. Oh, Dark Side it, of the Ring. Yeah, Chris Benoit, 
That well, they started with Chris <gasps> Benoit. Who was it? He the yeah. murderer. Yeah, the murder yeah. suicide thing. Ooh, yeah, I'm oh, watching. Where so is this great. at? It's on Viceland, Viceland TV this. or Vice okay. TV or something. Yeah, I'm yeah. It, it you can get it on YouTube for free. It's so good. Okay. The first two see the first two episodes are are for Chris Chris Benoit. Yeah, that story's crazy. It yeah, is. It crazy. is. Um, yeah, that's a good one. But uh, that's pretty much it. And then I've been uh, rewatching Arrested Development. Oh, oh so nice. Yeah. So, I was watching some of that not long ago. And that's a good show. <laughs> you know, Tobias, we need more Tobias in, like, modern TV shows. Dan, are you a never nude? I'm a never nude. nude. <laughs> <laughs> we, I just was watching with my son. We just got done with the uh, I Blew Myself one. That one's, oh, man. Okay. It's like classic lines of all time. Dude, one of my favorite lines from Arrested Development is the episode where Joe buys the boat, the C word. And Michael the C the word, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he's all, get rid of the C word. And his mom is like, I'll leave when I'm good and ready. Yeah. And like, <laughs> dude, I didn't get that joke the first time I watched it. And the second time I was like, oh. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah you got to give it another run through. And there's so many mm. things like that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was something else right there, that joke. Because it's spelled uh, S-E-A and then Ward, W-A-R-D, C-Word. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. just say, uh, it's so good. Uh, Amazing. Eh, good times. Thing of beauty. Um, so let's just, uh, let's jump into, I'm glad we got all that good stuff out. Because now we can talk about. Well, wait, the, hey, uh, I'm, I'm curious, like, is everybody, like, working? Or at least, like, I mean. Maybe you're not working, but like, oh. is your household, like, is your household getting by right now? That's my question. Oh, yeah. Like, I can yeah, work Maddie. from home. I've always worked from home, so. Yeah, Maddie and I are both working from home. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Same here. Because that's We're like both a big work. evolution for your companies, isn't it? For my, like, no, no, for, I mean, for my job, it's been pretty, like, I've, I've worked from oh, home yeah, in the past, even before all this. For Maddie, it has been a little bit of an evolution, but like I think it's been fine overall. So. And yeah, Dan, you guys have been able to work from home already. Right. What about you, Meg? Uh, my husband, because you know I'm doing the stay-at-home mom thing. My husband has been home around the clock, and I hate it. And <laughs> it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, <laughs> Would it be okay if because... you were there also? No, he's the worst thing because he comes upstairs and it's like, I'm the cafeteria woman. And he looks at me like, bitch, make me a sandwich. And then I make him a sandwich and then he goes back downstairs. And I wish you guys could see Brian's office. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay. So Brian's office, he went to work and brought it home. So he went and got, he has six monitors wow. all sculpted and then his laptop and all of it and you think he does something important he does not so <laughs> i don't understand why there's all of these monitors oh, yeah. i hate having him home i hate it so this needs to end yeah well that's right and i totally get it i Four love doing homeschool with my kids yeah, i'm that, loving that that's like my favorite thing ever but oh yeah, I love that. But I am not liking having him here. He actually 
cleaned up after breakfast and had the audacity to then turn to me and say, see how easy it is to clean up after breakfast? <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, wow. oh. It was really stupid to say. It was really stupid. Oh, man. No. I think it's really good. No. Cringeworthy. We had, and really, my husband and I rarely fight. We really are, we get along pretty good. We like to pick at each other when he gets funny. I lost my shit on him last week, and I had a bottle of the true, or a, a can of the truly alcohol, you know, that you got at the liquor store. And we haven't been out. So this is like liquid gold. I can't, and he. I can't even remember what he did, but I spiked it into the tile floor and it went everywhere. And I said, I'm out of here. And I left for an hour. And then I came home and I was like, sorry, I really lost my shit. And I've never thrown anything. I've never, but I was so done. And then the next day that headline came out about how domestic violence is on the rise. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we, we had a little bit here. I threw a can. <laughs> so you mean to tell no, me, I Meg, that. That I've been to the liquor store more times than you have during all this. Yeah, we ha- I nice. I I stocked up, and I don't know if you can see. I think there's two empty spaces already on my liquor on my wine shelf. So I haven't uh-huh. been. Yeah, we need went more. What do you got? What do you we got? Went, <laughs> well, we used a, we went and bought 151 rum, and we made hand sanitizer out of it. Oh, nice. What a waste. Oh, what a way! What do you just mix it with aloe vera? Yeah. yeah. Wait, really, dude? Mm-hmm. And some essential oil to give it a smell. But yeah. Are you guys making deals? Yeah, Maddie would be good at knowing what to do to to make it. Good. Did we make what, John? Have you guys been making deodorant? Uh, yeah. I I made I made two batches so far, and I was probably gonna make some more tomorrow because like nice. the first batch I made was kind of. It was good, but it was kind of mushy, you know? So, like, when you put it on, it was it was too soft. I didn't like it. So the second time, I made it, and I accidentally made it with uh, cocoa butter and not shea butter. So, it smells like chocolate. So, you, so the, the scent of the essential oils doesn't come through. Yeah, but the consistency is what I wanted. So, then we're going to try it again uh, tomorrow and um, make another batch uh, using shea butter. And hopefully, that will be... Are you like the modern day Tyler Durden now? No, there's no fat involved. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of that of that movie though, where he talks about how like, you know, these guys they go to these liposuction labs and they get yeah. all this they're fat selling. that these ladies paid to have sucked out of them, and then they sell it back to them. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, they sell their fat asses back to them. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful thing, man. <laughs> Let's see your wrist. Do you have a live? I think it's really interesting to hear how everybody's thriving. And how right. they're approaching this new way of life that we're going to have for a while. What What did you do when you left for an hour? Oh, I went and just like a emo teenager, I sat and listened to music in my car and yeah. talked about how bad I hated him. And then yeah. I was like, no, he's not so bad. I guess I don't hate him. And then I was like, well, yeah, he did clean up. So then I talked myself into less hate. And then I walked in the house. And then I liked him again. So, <laughs> yeah, we've been on a couple of drives. Actually, we went to, we drove out to uh, Snow Basin, right? That's Huntsville, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good drive. That's we a nice good drive. Drive in the Tesla, so we didn't even spend gas money. It was awesome. 
Oh, here's what I hate the most is not being able to eat out. I mean, because I do cook dinner a lot, but I love that break in having something to eat. And we did go to Slackwater and I ordered and did pick up and that was great. But I now am paranoid that I have COVID on my food. Nobody else has this. I no, I, man, because like we go out all the time. We try. Well, we don't go out all the time, but we uh, order out. Try to keep. We, we're trying to keep local businesses open still. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, we used to own Laser Zone, so we get it. It's yeah. Supporting local and stuff. She she finds all these deals uh, online. I don't know. I think it's on Facebook. I don't know because I'm not on Facebook, but oh. usually. Oh. Dude, do you guys like how Dan Make fit that in into that call with the with the <laughs> signpost? Yes, that was so, so good. So I'm sure we got invited to talk to the signpost, and <laughs> while we're on the call with these kids who are, you know, student journalists at Weber State, <laughs> Dan had to throw in the fact that he wasn't on Facebook, and it was like, "Are you kidding me, man?" <laughs> yeah, these kids are so young that. They like were never on Facebook, and then Dan yeah, that, there were some that were like, I don't like Facebook either. No, I, I think like, okay, it came up. Or, <laughs> it came up organically. Okay, no, did. I didn't did force it. it. No, <laughs> <did> it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, well we should get into like the news though. All right, let's let's talk about the the first thing we were we have listed to talk about was, um. Uh, there, so there was two more deaths this uh, today, uh, bringing the total number up to in Utah. No, you can't cite that. Yeah, there's not the even a number here. Number, the, yeah, the official number still stands at two. The Utah Department of Health is still reporting that there's just two deaths from coronavirus in our state. Yeah, you've heard of three of them, but only two. So I'm just... I it's starting to cause that whole thing where we're like, well, how many of you heard of died from coronavirus and how many of you heard? And I just I'm blown away by the lack of transparency. You know, because we get two reports of a, a young woman dying at the University of Utah today, this morning, and then we get reports that um, I, his Garf. first name escapes me. Bob, yeah. Um, Bob Garf. Yeah. Bob Garf passed. And that's not reported either. So, but we have 719 cases. So our cases are being reported daily, but our deaths are not being reported daily. Or so it appears to me. So do you think that, do you think that this is just, I mean, because that information has to come from the hospitals, the medical facilities where, you know, these folks are being treated. Um, presumably most of them are being treated in hospitals, right? You know, if, if I mean, People are in hospitals for, I mean, Ben yeah. McAdams just spent a week in a hospital and then luckily got out. But presumably most folks are in a hospital when this happens to them, right? When, you know, they, they do end up dying. So, I mean, is it an issue where you think that the hospitals just aren't getting that information out to the Department of Health quite yet? Or like, what? Well, then I would the make the contention, how do you, how is the number of cases being turned in, but not the number of deaths? So we have a daily report on the case number and the number of people being tested, but we don't have a daily accurate count on the number of people dying. So the question is, are we not telling people because we're afraid to report that number? Or are we not telling people because we're waiting for a process to play out before we can officially say? 
Yeah, what, that's a good How question. many have died? But then why are there two reports coming out that two people have died from COVID? Do you get what I'm saying? News. Like, I'm just yeah. really yeah. questioning the transparency of this process. And I, I just, I don't think you can have it both ways. I don't think you can say, please stay in everybody. We want you to quarantine, but in the next breath, not be honest with numbers and not be honest with information. And I think that's if you what want contributes people to, stay to people. In, be honest. Yep. That's what contributes to people not staying in is they're like, oh, look at all these cases. Pfft, hardly anybody's even dying. So this will be fine. We'll get it. It'll be like a little cold. I'm still going to go out and play on the playground with my kids. And like, yeah. that's legit happening, right? Like, uh, Governor Herbert came out and said not even to play playing on uh, playgrounds. I know the Clinton City so one's all taped off. Is it really? Clinton Cities is taped off for yeah. four fears over COVID. Yep. I thought a lot of them were taped off, I was thinking. Well, North Ogden has two taped off, but when I talked to Parks and Rec, it has nothing to do with COVID. They said that the playgrounds were deemed unsafe and are being replaced and not related to coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, you can go, okay, bullshit, but I, I have, you know, I don't know. But I... I, it's it's mind blowing to me that we can see that people are dying of COVID, and our own Utah Department of Health is not then responding with those numbers. Well, and so in what effing world do you have a company, a group like that, and you're only putting in numbers once a day? Yeah, and not just like a cunt, a, like a ticker or something, right? But so, how is Utah Department of Health supposed to be keeping track of all of the deaths, like? People are notifying them. Sorry, guys, I have an alarm going off. <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah, that, saying, that's like, a good question. Yeah, like maybe their data, the data is not getting to them. Well, and I think that I think it's a good point, John, because like Meg is saying, like obviously tests are tests are negative and positive tests are getting reported, and I think that like the maybe not necessarily the hospitals, but like the hospital networks are the ones doing the reporting on that, right? Because I saw an article in the Standard Examiner that was talking about IHC had some drive-up tests at uh, the Instacare in North Ogden. Uh, and I can't remember what the other, um, there was a couple of other spots in Weber County specifically that you could go, or and in Layton, I think too, that you could go and get tested. And that those were being done by hospital networks, whether IHC or whoever owns Ogden Regional now, I don't even know what they're called. But we got Mountain so, Star. Yeah. And so it's like, OK, I mean, they're the ones doing the testing. So like Meg's saying, like th those numbers are coming through there, you know, positive and negative tests. And we have it seems like a pretty accurate number of people that are being tested. Why does there seem to be some sort of discrepancy between that and the number of people that we know have died, but that have not yet been reported? Is there is it a paperwork issue where like a death certificate has to be issued before they can officially count them? I don't know. Yeah. Again, I just think that you can't have it both ways. You can't have people taking it seriously in one breath and then in the next breath not reporting the serious thing, which is the number of deaths. Yeah, but is it one of those things where like process is what it is because it makes I mean, because maybe it takes a while to determine a cause of death in every case, you know, they're not doing an autopsy. I don't know. Maybe that's another. Well, it's interesting I, I would, I would, because Burger Bar posted, or a customer Burger Bar, someone driving by at Burger Bar, and if you guys don't know what Burger Bar is, it's a popular restaurant in Weber County, posted a it's, picture it's an, it's an of how 
institution. It is a Roy institution. It is. If you like a little meat with your bun, then you go to Burger Bar. <laughs> if you guys don't get the shade there, go. Cut back That's on the right. bun and give me a little bit. But it's the meat. best bun. Right. It is it's a good bun. bun. And you just got to order a double man. Delicious bun. It's like John's bun when he was wearing those little underpants in the tank. <laughs> those <laughs> kinds of buns. But somebody bun. posted a picture of everybody just like right there. And then Burger Bar posted a thing on their Facebook page. It was like, apologies. People can't social distance. We recognize that's happening. And I just think if we had... People understanding, yes, this is not just some crazy thing. People are dying in Utah. Maybe you wouldn't have the issues with social distancing. In Utah, I think, is the big deal. Because people see the deaths and they're like, oh, that's New York. Oh, that's yeah. Los Angeles. Oh, that's not Utah. We're Utah. We we don't get sick. We're covered by God. You know, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. I'm just, I'm disappointed in the Utah Department of Health. I really am. And I'm disappointed in Weber County. I think that it's the job of those people, you know, Weber Morgan Health Department. If we're having people dying at our hospital from COVID, we need to know. Well, and, you know, the next, I think that the, the next extension of that too is, so I think that, I don't know that there have really been any strong statements from any of the mayors in Weber County about this particularly. Have you read anything? Like I haven't seen any video or any statements from any of the mayors in the city or even the commission for that matter talking oh, about COVID. I'm having, a, I'm having a great time following the Weber County commissioners. It's my favorite thing right now. Really? Uh, like I haven't seen anything. There's there's almost nothing being said. You know, it's sort of well, like it is weird. There's a lack of leadership, right? Oh, maybe it's for a lack sure. of IT. But nobody knows what the hell they're doing. I mean, there's IT, that too. John? I mean, John, we set up this fucking Skype in like an hour and a half between me and Kobe. Get yeah, out of here. Some 55-year-old mayor doesn't know how to post their own video. They need the... Fuck them. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Okay, will but you guys I mean, tell me this? I'll put this before you. What out. is it that you would want from your leadership? What do you want to see? Yeah. I mean, so I look to I, I look at what's happening in Salt Lake County, right? I look at Erin Mendenhall posting these daily videos, talking about the situation. You know, she's issuing statements basically on the heels of the governor, saying this is what we're going to do based on what you know state leadership is saying. This is these are going to be the rules within Salt Lake City. And then you know later today, uh, Salt Lake County Mayor Jenny Wilson issues her own order saying, okay, this is how we're going to do it. And you know, to be fair, like that's the it's the largest county in the state, and so they're they're going to be a little bit different. But at the same time, like Ogden, Ogden is a sizable city in in the state, and yeah, where's that's a good where, point. where's leadership from somebody like Mike Caldwell? Or you know, Weber County is what the fourth most populous county in the state. It's Salt Lake County, yeah. you know, Utah County, Davis, then us, Weber County. So, but I mean, other than county, closing, closing where's orders, the, what does the government do? In a situation like this, I think that you can get out there and you can be, you know, if you are, if I'm sitting in the commissioner's chair, I understand that I have a role. And especially where this is my full time job, right? It isn't like I'm a part time mayor somewhere and I've got to, you know, figure out my business or whatever. Or, you know, if you're the Ogden City mayor, it's your full time job to do this thing. So here's what I I'd be out oh, there ahead. and I would be saying, you know, I would be, you know, the, the, the health department is 
literally on the other side of the block of the council chamber, of the commission chambers, literally on the other side of the block. Where is the partnership between the Weber Morgan Health Department and the county commissioners to say, all right, we need to get the word out. We need to be advocates for our people. We need to lead out on this. How do we do that? Where's the messaging? It's not there, man. Or same thing with the Ogden City Mayor. Like, what have you heard from him? I, I saw one video a week ago, I think. He shared it. And he acted in the like Junction it was City such Park. a hassle to do. Yeah. But I, it's like, you know, I looked at Scott Jenkins and Gage Frower and, and not so much Jim Harvey, but definitely Gage Frower and Scott Jenkins. They're like the good old boys. You know, they're them. They love to wear their cowboy boots and their cowboy hats and their photos. You can speak to a portion of the population that is not listening to the liberal liberal elites like Aaron Mendenhall or any of these other people. They have a chance to talk to those those uh, farmers, to those yeah. people that are thinking that this is just being wimpiness and this is liberalism and whining. Yeah. You have a chance to come out, Scott Jenkins, Mr. Plain City, Mr. Cowboy, and speak to your constituents and tell them, no, this is serious. Stay home. Don't go to Cal Ranch today. Don't go to Smith and Edwards today. Stay home. It's true. I You're 100% correct, Meg, like, because... They're going to be able to speak to a portion of the population that, you know, maybe isn't even a fan of Gary Herbert, who sees Gary Herbert as too centrist yeah. for them. You know, like they're going to see the commissioners as good old fashioned conservatives. You know what I mean? And so That's you've got a bully pulpit in a way yeah. with a portion of the county that is not listening to the standard examiner or is not listening to Fox 13 News, you know, or or especially listening to national news outlets. They're, they've shown they're worried about the businesses, which I can understand, but that's their bread and butter to say Weber County is profitable. Weber County will not be profitable when everyone is sick because our population isn't the youngest population out there. Well, and, and you're beginning to see responsible business owners say, you know what, we're going to close the doors. You know, we feel that it is our duty to keep people from having an opportunity. So I saw today that Sadie Smith, owner of Grounds for Coffee in 25th Street, they had to announce that, yeah, we're going to close the doors for a bit, guys, because it's dangerous. It's putting people at risk to come down and get a coffee. You know, it's, it's putting our staff at risk. It's putting people at risk. Yeah. Like, we're just, yeah. we're just going to mitigate the whole thing and we're going to shut it down. Um, and, and that that's them making that decision, right? Like that's not a mandate from leadership. Uh, that's just them choosing. And, I, you know, in my view, like that's leadership. Like Sadie is leading out saying like, this is what we got to do. But you're not seeing it from the mayor. You're not seeing it from the commission. And they should be out there on social media every day with some videos. Like, hey, what can we do? What can we do yeah. to Minute get videos. the word out? Yeah. Yeah. And, and share some stuff, right? Like so share. I, yep. I know it, that they have that resources. Whole, keep, keep people like comfortable or like uh, that sense of uh, at least we're still we're we're, we're going to be safe we're going to get through this together that whole thing like I, that even at at the least you could do you know comforting the people yeah. that your your constituents you know john does not look impressed with any of these answers at all he's just like fuck this look at him well, let's hear, well, let's yeah, hear what john miles has to should I say i disagree or should i just be quiet about disagree no no i would love to i would i would love to hear that so I, I can mean, tell I you you're wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> I just don't necessarily agree. I don't think that the city especially has any role in it. I think it's more of a statewide government thing. And I just don't even really expect anything from the city. And for them to just get out there and 
put their face on social media so they can be a part of this with us. Seems like, I don't know, who cares? You don't think it's important to speak to the population that doesn't believe this is an illness that's to take seriously? Um, I mean, like for the city? No. I'm. There's plenty of people out there saying it's important. I don't know. You're like a you're you're like a libertarian, but like you you it's like you want to be a libertarian, but not really. But 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 you want all the socialist stuff though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm my own man. It's true. John Miles is his own man. He's his Uh, own man in a pussy cap. He's his own man in a pussy. Okay, (laughs) that wears tidy whiteies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, John. I, I think I'd, I'd push back on that and say, no, I, I can see what you're saying where it's like, well, what what, what else can they possibly say, right? Like, Why? I, 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 I get that. But at the same time, I think that there is value in, you know, communication is all about repetition. If you really want somebody to remember something, they need to hear it over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, and I think that the more places that they hear those things, Hey Brian. <laughs> he brought Mama White. I think the more here, and especially, especially the closer the leadership comes to getting, you know, to to your door. So the governor says it, then the county commission says it, then your mayor says it, you know, and and you're getting it. And if you're in a church group, whether that's you know the Mormon church or you know you're a Catholic or you know your local congregation of uh, some other denomination, like, and then they're saying it, you know. If you get the message that many times from that many people, it's going to start to sink into a lot of folks. And I think that that's where the value of compiling it. I have such a snarky comment to make. Let's hear it. How can we convince John Miles when he's having his kid lick the neighbor's doorknobs? (laughs) (laughs) They weren't licking doorknobs. They were picking up worms in the gutter. That's cute. Right. That's cute. Classic childhood. I out the kid might have coronavirus. Yeah. Oh, everyone's healthy. I do think that I would just like leadership to understand that it's more than economic ramifications at this time. I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. Like real people, real lives, bruh. Real people, yeah. I think that that's that's probably my biggest thing. So. All right. Well, but are if there you any guys final say thoughts? I should eat out and I would be safe, then I'll eat out. Oh, Meg, look, Papa Murphy's, you go to Warren's, you get a breakfast burrito, you take it home, you pop it in the microwave for a second. You're solid. Uh, like, Papa Murphy's. That, I'm so done cooking for people. So, ugh. Yeah. Um, you know, you can get takeout anywhere and just throw it in the oven for a bit, kill all that virus. Oh, yeah. I want sushi. That's what I want is sushi. I wanted that the other day. It's cold. That I won't get. Yeah, because it's cold. And so I'm like, if you have it cold and it's just the right temperature, no racial conversation here. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll do that. I'm going to friggin' Maple Gardens. Yep. We we went and got the chilies. The chilies, they're doing it right on chilies. American institution. Uh, chilies. Let's uh, if there's terrible. Uh, nothing terrible. else. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for COVID. Did, you, did he really, really just advocate for chilies as like some sort of, some sort of American yeah. institution? The oh worst gosh, American sure. restaurant by far. 
No, uh, sorry, I Kobe. Love- you're break. You're breaking up, Kobe. Sorry. <laughs> We're gonna move on. Oh, you guys both. What did he Kobe say? Okay. I didn't hear what he said. Uh, let's go. We're, let's go to the other story though that we have about the planning commission. This one's actually from you, Meg, right? Yeah. Is this a Jason yes. exclusive? Are we the only ones who yes. can this story? Oh. Yes. This 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 is a story that I think is under the radar, but is so important to the residents of Ogden because if your city doesn't follow basic processes and cuts corners on processes you're going to be in trouble when there's big things on the horizon and something as simple as the planning commission. Do you want to intro this Dan, or do you want me to do it? You go ahead. Well, I, I don't know. I'm kind of trying to figure out what's going on with Kobe right now. I just got to. So should we do a break? Should we do yeah, a little let's, break? Let's do that. Let's go on a, a quick break and then we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this story right after the break. Hey, JC peeps, it's Colby, and I want to tell you about our new home, Foley's MMA. Foley's MMA offers classes in boxing, kickboxing, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu for ages 5 to adult. All experience levels are welcome. It's owned and operated by our good friends, Disco Dave and Sana Foley, at 31st and Washington Boulevard in downtown Ogden, if you know where it is. It's right next to Kiesel, uh, the Kiesel Services place. So uh, I came to Foley's MMA, uh, gosh, it's been a while ago. And uh, I really wanted to uh, help out in the community. I helped uh, Dave and Sana start a nonprofit that helps kids uh, get in here and uh, get there, get uh, learn how to box and those kinds of things. And so uh, from there, my wife started coming. She's been um, almost weekly attendant here at Foley's MMA. Uh, loves it. Always loves her gym family. And so if you want to be a part of that gym family, you should come on down too. So if you're interested or just curious, check them out at foleysmma.com or follow them on social media to learn about upcoming classes they've got a lot of them uh it's a solid gym with good folks and a great place to learn train and get in shape so oh the last most important piece officially approved by john miles so check them out ashley wolthius and the elements of real estate are proud to support the independent local journalism of the junction city podcast if you're buying or selling real estate or if you need a certified residential appraiser contact ashley at the elements of or by calling 801-391-8503 Welcome back. <laughs> We're going to jump right into this because Kobe's screen froze, so we had to take a quick break. Um, but he's back. Yay. Back on the screen. Yay. Uh, let's talk about the Planning Commission and the shakeup in Ogden City. Uh, this is a, like we said before uh, we left, this is pretty JCP exclusive because I think we, all, what, when did we get this message from, from Angel? I think it was. Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it like was, it was two like weeks couple, ago, though, right? It was the day yeah, she got it was. It. it was a couple, yeah, because she, I think she got the letter on Thursday after we had done the last episode about um, your community connection when the, Angel had been a guest host. The timeline on this is very important. The timeline on this, I, I feel, is very important to the story. Yeah, yeah good point. So Angel and, was on the last episode talking about the motion she made. That was on a yeah. Sunday, it released on a Tuesday. Yep. And then on Thursday, she got this letter from the mayor's office saying that she was removed from the planning commission. Right. And so if you remember her story, she was saying that she had made this motion that people were sort of like, hey, you can't make that motion. And then they found out that 
she could technically make the motion. So to to bump Marshall White Center up on the list of funding priorities among the city and to increase the amount of money that they would get over was it four years? Is that the- yeah? Yeah, but let, can I can I just butt in a little bit here? Yeah. So you know, Angel obviously along with she's very open to say by no means give me all this credit or rain praise on me for fighting for the Marshall white center that she, you know, there are people that have been fighting for years to make sure that the Marshall white center got the attention that it needed. Well, especially two years ago when the pool was deemed unusable, it had cracks in it. If somebody, if it had further cracked, it would literally cause some serious damage to a human being. So Angel and a, a number of other people in the community have been fighting to get the money for uh, the pool replaced. And was it two years ago, three years ago, Ogden called in someone and had him look at it, and they said, you're going to need $2 million to get this pool fixed. And yeah. Caldwell slated it for $90,000. Over four That's years. Can yeah. So just nothing. Nothing and to then, fix this, this. Well, and then he said, well, we just spent all this money on the roof. So I was like, well, okay, great. There's a roof, but what can you do in there? You know, <laughs> the pool facility doesn't work, which is a big chunk of the building. So you have a gym. So Angel uh, decides, kind of looks into what, what she can do as a member of the planning commission. And upon reading and looking through, I mean, the woman... You love her, hate her, I don't care. She is smart as a whip. I mean, she catches things that I, I, if you know code and you know city lingo, it's so hard to catch these little things. Shut the door! Sorry. (laughs) So. COVID. So, I'm gonna go send him over the neighbors to lick the doorknob. Anyway. So she's looking to figure out what it is she can do. And she finds in a packet that they give her when you're selected to be on the planning commission, they give you kind of a learning packet. And she looks through it and sees that they can propose project ideas. The planning commission cannot change the amount of money something is being spent or change the budget, but they can propose ideas and projects that should or could be done. Even their dad is participating. God. <laughs> so anyway, she she calls the city attorney. Call uh, oh, his name escapes me. I should have written it down. I suck. Because uh, I did call him. So she calls him. And according to Angel, he was like, oh, you, I don't like this idea. I really would prefer you to not do it. But she shows him. I think she even said that he told her, you're not allowed to do that. And she showed him the paperwork and she said, no, look, look what's right here in this language. I am allowed to do this. And so then he said, all right, you're right. You can do it. It's unorthodox. It's not been done, but you can do it. So she goes before the city council or city council, the planning commission. And she has kind of a two pronged approach that not only do we work on fixing the Marshall White and giving him the money, but actually let's look into having the Marshall White Center completely redone. Let's leave it open so the community can still use it, but at the same time, fix it, give it the repairs and give it everything it needs. 
She doesn't put a money number with it because she can't do that, but she does put the proposal out there to actually start completely redoing the Marshall White Center where it stands. And as she will say she was shocked, but her idea passed. I believe it was six to two or four to two. I can't remember. I a lot of public support for that meeting. Yeah, and it passed. So now it has to go before the city council who actually does have control over budgetary issues. Sorry. So then, so what day was Angel on your show? Our so show? A, Shit, I don't know. It was, it was <laughs> Sunday. Um, let, me, let me look really quickly here. I had... I think it was March, like, 14th. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, yeah. so here's what's crazy. Here's what's weird. So then well, she gets this letter. Yeah, she gets this letter in the eight. mail. Yeah, so that would fit because she gets a letter in the mail on the 12th. 12. That's, that's dated from the 9th. That says you're no longer needed on the planning commission. Your time is over. We're replacing you. So... Uh, it's dated a day after the meeting. No, a day after she was on the it, podcast, the week after. Oh, yeah, yeah. The right, meeting. The the meeting. Yeah, sorry. So then they held on to it and then mailed it to her and she got it on the 12th. Yeah, so yeah, the so, 8th was that show. The question has been put forward, was this retribution for championing the Marshall White and going against the grain and putting a proposal forward? A, I think a recommendation is the proper term, a recommendation forward to have the Marshall White Center completely redone. And that's certainly not in the budget for Ogden City. Well, and but, but you talked to the guy who signed the letter, right? No, no, none of these people wanted to call me back. Nobody except for Dave Montgomery, who is the planning commission manager. He's an or uh, planning manager for the city. So he's in charge of vetting uh, people who want to be on the planning commission and then uh, putting it forth to the mayor to decide who who will be picked. So what was that so, conversation like, Meg? You know, Actually, he was pretty open and seemed fairly unaware that there would be an issue. You know, you, I expected there, one, to not be a callback. Because I will tell you, I called Caldwell multiple times, left multiple messages, and Mike Caldwell never called me back. I called him on his personal cell phone, and he never called me back. Um, I called his office and left a message, and the mayor never felt like he needed to call me back, which... Ogden, you should really take note of that. If your mayor's not going to make a simple phone call that yeah. takes 10 minutes. So, but I did talk to Dave Montgomery and here's, here's what I find interesting is uh, a person who was on the planning commission moved away and had been gone for a year. That seat had been vacant for a year. They had done nothing to fill it, to change it. It's just been empty. Even though nine people apply to me for that seat um nine people wanted that seat now the two other people were also released with angel and they had served 16 and 20 years angel has only served two years but she also took the seat over for somebody who couldn't finish their tenure so she'd served about two and a half years 
three other seats that have been renewed were people that have served the same amount of time as Angel. So you do have to question, well, why were those three renewed and Angel not? And then this 20-year and 16-year who did not want to go, they were told to go. That's never happened in Ogden where they told someone who wanted to continue to remain in that seat, tell them, too bad, you have to go. Those two people that were asked to go voted in favor of Angel's recommendation. Oh. Hmm. So I would have so thought then, that the city council would have met by now to vote on it. Well, they were supposed to meet on St. Patrick's Day, and they canceled the meeting because, I think, of coronavirus. So um, at that meeting, and that meeting, the, the, the do-over will be this week on Tuesday. Um, but and at that meeting, they will confirm the new appointees from the mayor's office. And Meg, can you can you talk a little bit about some of those folks and um, some of what we've heard of, from them about their appointments? Well, it's been put forth by Angel Castillo. And again, I wish just from a journalistic point of view, I'd been able and to track down these people a little bit more and talk to them a little bit more. Um, but it was put forward that Dr. Wesley Boykin um had applied back in i think november to take over that seat that's been vacant for one year and he never he handed in a resume i believe he spoke with dave montgomery uh yeah dave montgomery told me he spoke with him and then um mr boykin never according to angel castillo never heard from them again and he had no idea that he was appointed until Angel got that letter in the mail and called him and they talked and she had seen that he was the new appointee. He was never even told that he was appointed to be on the planning commission. So it's pretty shocking that they never met with the mayor. According to Dave Montgomery, he says that these people that are selected to be on the planning commission don't meet with the mayor. Uh, Angel said she was interviewed by Mike Caldwell before she was selected, as were the other people that were selected at the time that she was appointed three years ago. So there's definitely a different in answer there as far as you have people saying they did meet with the mayor before they were appointed. And then Dave Montgomery saying, no, they don't. And I'll let people decide, do you think it would be strange to be appointed to something like the planning commission appointed by the appointed by the mayor and he's never even met or spoken with you. You know, that seems pretty strange to me. Um, completely objective, of course. <laughs> uh, so that's what I can, I can speak to on that. But uh, Dave Montgomery told me nine people asked to be in that position way back oh, a year ago to fill that new vacant position and they never filled it. Over and over and over, all these people applied, never filled it, and then Angel comes with her recommendation, and they're like, oh, we better fill the planning commission. So essentially, the Ogden Planning Commission has been operating one person short for over a year. And I know from my experience in North Ogden, they fill those real quick. They're not left vacant. Yeah, that just it, it all just seems super suspicious right i mean like yeah you run against the mayor and then he's like i don't like that that's how i i think it looks i don't know if it's true or not but perception is reality yeah the optics well, on it are just uh, if if nothing optics, else the optics on it, it are bad are just bad 
Well, and Megan, your story, didn't you say, like, even when you asked Dave Montgomery if it was related to this motion, he's like, no, we've been talking about this since November, yeah, which is that's what he's since doing. the election, right? Since November, since the election. But, I mean, you had a woman that left the commission seat, you know, seven months before that. And, you know, it's you look at the timing of what, Ogden is going through. It's going through some major growth, major rezoning of of different areas, um, whether it be high density, uh, mixed use. You need your full planning commission. You need. So how is it that they go through all of this and they don't care, and then suddenly they do care? Yeah, yeah. Like they get so, all these years with, or yeah, all these months without somebody, and now that this gets finalized or at least uh, recommended oh hold on and it is whether whether you see it as 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 no it's not retribution i do think that people in politics and i know people like mayor caldwell like to be like oh well i'm not a politician i'm just a regular joe well you can't you're not a regular joe you are in politics and you have to be aware of when you do things like that how it comes across did we lose colby again yeah i i just added him though so maybe he'll here he comes oh there you go so i don't know what to make of that but i do think that the people of ogden need to recognize that the planning commission is very important especially as they look to rezone along the bench up along second street what's that called what's that neighborhood called i can't it escapes me but it's by the the school for the the deaf and blind and they're going to rezone that and they want to put in apartments there and i think you need to start recognizing i mean angel was the only person of color on that planning commission in a city that is predominantly uh latino and she was it yeah i mean i wouldn't say predominantly but i would say that there's a sizable minority population in the city but I know that John didn't necessarily agree with how some people were viewing were viewing this um, removal from the planning commission. Well, I mean, John, it's, it's, John. Just it's just as dirty to remove her for the election. And to me, the wheels of government move like that's more the pace of government that you've been meaning to do it since November and you do it in March rather than. But they haven't been meaning to do it since November. A person left the planning commission over a year ago. So you've had over a year to have this seat filled. You've had nine applicants. Pick a damn applicant and put them in there. Especially well, if you're not going to meet with them. But they had to wait until Angel wasn't running against them anymore. So are you saying yeah. that they would remove her because of that? Because of the election. Yeah. But and even then it like, was just like, this new stuff is just like, oh man, we've been needing to get around to that. Let's do that. <laughs> even if it was like, like I get it if you want to say that, I don't know, it's his decision and he gets to make that decision, right? Because he's the mayor and, and all that stuff. Even after saying that though, like she put together a nice little recommendation like who else has done something like that on the on that commission i don't well, I, I mean i don't that, know I think that's but such I, a good point 
like she's actually but in doing the leg work. work. Yeah, she's actually. So wouldn't you want somebody on the commission like that? That's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put in the work to get something done, and then it makes him look good. Inadvertently, you know, like that's a dumb. It's a dumb move to get rid of her. Well, especially because the the planning commission is not a legislative body. You know, it's not anything that can vote to push any kind of change. Right. They just official change. They just put forward ideas. Being on the general steering committee for North Ogden, and I actually, North Ogden had pretty much their entire planning commission open up. You know, they had a whole bunch of seats vacate. Um, People applied like that. It was open for a month. They picked the new people. They renewed the same people. I didn't get onto the the planning commission for North Ogden. but it was that fast because it was recognized that when your city is growing and changing those rezoning and you have constant plans, I don't know how it was ever acceptable to be operating one person down to begin with. And it should tell you everything that now they have no problem axing people. They've axed three people, had a vacant seat. They're getting four new people in the span of what amount of time. How hard of it would it have been to fill that one seat with nine applicants? No, yeah. Absolutely. Basically, I just think that that's not the wills of government. I think it's a half-assed job by Mike Caldwell. That's what I think. I'm in that same vein of thought. Well, interesting that you guys bring that up because this brings us to our polls. Huh? Nice. Yeah, it's nice a sweet little question. Um, we asked on, uh, I'm assuming on the Facebook, um, thing, right on our Facebook forum. Uh, do you think the timing of angel and others removal was coincidence or was it influenced by the motion angel made to reprioritize Marshall white funding? 15 people said the timing was a result of angels motions. Uh, two said the mayor has been meaning to do this since the election and he's just now getting around to it and nobody said that timing was a coincidence. Of those two people, one of them is on the show. (laughs) The other is my fake Facebook account. Oh, I thought it was Dan. Do you stand by that, John? Kobe, I'm not on Facebook. I'm assuming that this was on. I'm not, yeah, I yeah. forgot that. Yeah, I forgot that. Uh. <laughs> now, even if he meant okay. to do it since the election, the timing of it is pretty clear. Wow, you should run for government. That was a good political answer. <laughs> John Miles, grizzled political veteran, dude. Seriously. Pussy hat and all. Um, <laughs> John knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. It's all very calculated. Well, that uh, let's then. So, so then it's settled. John, you were wrong, and you are okay with it. <laughs> Dang. Uh, second it's poll. Uh, is it a bad idea? Okay, so this we're gonna bring this one back to our uh, kind of our first story and come back to the the whole COVID nineteen. Uh, is being it wrong? And John being wrong, because he was wrong on this one too, I guess. Oh yeah, you're. you're <laughs> Okay, is it a bad idea to self-isolate on the beaches of Lake Powell? 
It seems like a great idea. I'll just go ahead and make my pitch that I've been making to my wife for three days. I know that this Airbnb has not, will not have a guest from Monday until the Saturday I get there. And then when we get there Saturday, we can wipe it down. Sounds like Lake Powell's pretty dead down there. You know, we can grab our groceries from some remote gas station, or I mean grocery store on the way down. Self-isolate. Beaches will be empty. We could just have a great vacation by ourselves in the beautiful sunshine. I don't see the problem with it. Tell me where I'm wrong. Well, I thought stay, the, the, stay process, at home. the point. Go ahead. I was going to say the point that um, people made about uh, the area not being prepared for a yeah. deluge of tourists and their illness yeah. wasn't a good point. Yeah, that's the one that's but got But it's that's... already dead, and I would say the hospital is prepared because in the summer it's hopping at Lake Powell. It's that's right. insane. And people are dying left and right, falling in the yeah. water. Yeah, I think that there are resources when what? they're on seasons. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to say George, bitches. I'm going to say George. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There was self-interest in this whole thing. Has it been planned, Meg? <laughs> Is it official? Yeah, we we I'm Brian's grandmother has a home, so we're like, uh, you're yeah, not going, we're going to see the grandma. I'm on board with you going to St. George, but you're not visiting the damn grandma. No, <laughs> grandma. He has uh, a house. I clipped grandma's toenails. Grandma left, just left St. George and is back in her Clinton home, so the home is vacant. Oh, it's not God. that we're not going to visit grandma, but we go over spring break every year. We're not going to do Zion because Zion will just be disgusting. But oh, Zion uh, is the kind of place you can just drive through in your car, quarantined in your car. Checking so we'll out go to you. some of our off places and go and hike. So yeah, there's some self-interest here. I will not take your judgment. <laughs> I love this. This is what happened in the comments. Is first everybody voted against me and said no, you don't go to the lake. Then yeah, let's Meg, let me let me just say. Stay at home means stay at home, dummy. Twelve people yes. said that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but then Meg the got team. on and said that she changed her vote because she's convinced that we can go south. And then Nina got on and agreed. And so then I was showing my wife that. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. Ashley mm -hmm. Wolthius had to come in and make her great point about the medical system. And now yes. my wife is out again. Good. But then, as she should be. I really feel like they're prepared for tourists no. on, the, on the high season. No, no. If hey, look, listen. If I have to suffer with my wife and kids at my house, so does John. <laughs> I mean, I guess I do. Well, I did think but... it. I I did vote that. Of course not, John. You deserve this. Your life has been ever so slightly rougher the past few weeks. Than you need to treat yourself. I did vote that. I appreciate Somebody that too. Treat yourself. Two people voted okay, dig a hole in your backyard, dummy, which I thought was funny. What's the balance like of, of quarantine and mental health? Right. That because is the question. I yeah. do think, you know, I have a family member who has some severe mental illness, um, bipolar disorder. It's very hard for this person to be locked in a small confined space with their constant firing brain. It is a really hard thing for them to deal especially when they're in a manic episode where you know you're yeah. going and i gotta go and i gotta see and i gotta do that's a hard thing to maintain 
in a confined space. That's true. I feel like I've been kind of wishing for this though. Like this, what we're doing right now is very much like my work day and I'll just sit on my headset with a coworker in El Paso. Like we'll just be chatting while we're working, you know? And so I've kind of been hoping that the rest of my life would catch up and get into this. And so <laughs> I'm kind of into the fact that we're all on this call right now. I'm trying to get my mom and my grandma into discord so we can play Jackbox together. Oh, yes, Jackbox is so good. What if this becomes the thing that makes it so I can play video games with my grandma, you guys? That'd be great. It's, all, it's worth Very all the loss of human bonding. life. Yeah. It's worth all the loss of human life because John, so John can play video games with his grandma. Make an omelet yeah. without breaking some eggs. So, John, are you going to go? Oh, oh my eggs. God, John. I don't think Stop. So. <laughs> I don't think so. So, my wife always has this trump card that's like, I don't want to have the anxiety between now and then of wandering back and forth if I want to go. So, let's just, it's too much. I can't Yeah, I can that, get that. All right. I'll go down to my that. basement and look at pictures of Lake Powell. With your pussy. That's not where I thought you were going to go with that, to be honest. <laughs> go down to my basement and look at pictures of it. I'm like, here we go. Yep. And then he said Lake Powell. He's going to um, look up tiger nipple. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. So amazing. That's what I'm going to do. But, I'm going to just send him a bunch of tiger nipple memes. <laughs> but I did think it was funny, John. You know, this this works out well with you and the situation that you and your children are in. Heath commented, well, come out and lick doorknobs with me. I mean. Doorknobs. Don't doorknobs. do it. Don't do it. You saw that lady that coughed all over the, the food. $35,000 worth of food, remember? Oh, yeah. She right. got fine. No. Yeah, Ew. good. What a terrible person. Yeah. Dude, we've been so good with this quarantine, like, not going anywhere, just hanging out at home. Yeah. And then now in the last two days, we're like, man, the kid across the street might have it. Maybe my kids have it. Maybe I have it now. That's it's the other reason point. I can't go you on vacation. You did all that. You can't escape it. Yeah, it's true. It's just uh, work out, John. Do some no, more man. What? No? Actually, I, I have know. been working out, dude. Dude, Maddie's been harassing I have me. To go, I have to go pee again. I can't I can't hold it. I'll be back. <laughs> Don't take that. <laughs> yeah, Maddie's been harassing me on this one because she works out every morning. And she's like, come work out with me. And I'm like, no. Why? And then I, and, <laughs> no. And then I just see myself getting fatter. And I'm just like, oh, I need to work out. She's like, then work out with me. I'm like, I just don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to. It's it's Dude, the problem. I went on this thing for just like two weeks where it's like, you got to, I mean, just two minutes every day is all you got to do. So if you don't feel like it, it's like two minutes, no big deal. But like it at least gets you in the habit. Two yeah, minutes man, no, a of, of workout or, oh, just to build a habit, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah, like, yeah, okay. mm. it's like. You know, I used to go do stuff. Now it's all uh, uh, elliptical, which is hard to, like, get into, like, to make a part of your day. I don't like it. <laughs> mm. Like, going for a walk to get my lunch, that used to be my thing. But it's just, I don't know. I don't do that now. I feel like I got to stay in. Nobody better timed that. I don't like that, like... You can know how long it took me to pee. It's weird. That was honestly super quick. Sorry. That was way... I, I mean, no. you barely left any time to wash your hands. Almost. No, definitely I, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm good at that. 
I'm replacing COVID with hepatitis. <laughs> COVID. All right. Uh, all right. So John's not going on vacation. We aren't either. Just uh, we Vegas. were supposed to go to. We were supposed it's to go to New York in April. Going on vacation. I oh. know, right? Sorry. It all turned around, and Meg's going to go, and you're not. You going. were going to go to New York? Yeah, we had a whole plan. We were going to Whoa. New York, and then we were going to drive down to D.C., see my brother and sister, I'm and then so that's sorry. Fun. Yeah, that's That's nice. a huge bummer. Had you yeah. booked it? Oh, yeah. We've got, we've got like, uh, a year to use our... Um, that's good. Our flight vouchers, but... Yeah, because we were going in June, and so we had to cancel everything because it's terrible there. Yeah, so bad. Um, so let's let's just let's move on because that's depressing. Pinkies up, thumbs down. <laughs> Any pinkies up, thumbs down? I got a pinky up. Pinkies up to hold on. I gotta pull my phone out for this one. Pinky's up to Instacart. Instacart workers. They make uh, uh they are going on strike on Monday. Because they're like, no, we need better stuff. But yes. part of the reason part of the reason why is I want uh Walmart workers to go on strike and to unionize. If now if if any time was a good time to unionize, now is the time to do it. Because they're not there's a there's a confirmed case in the distribution center at Walmart distribution center in Corinne, and they are still not sending home the folks that are more susceptible to uh, getting the coronavirus, and they're just going on as normal, and they're all essential employees, and it's just like what the fuck? Why can't you send home your older uh, yeah. workers? Like what are you guys yeah. doing? Not profit, a damn thing. Profit before people. Profit before people. It's a real problem. Yeah, I think this is it's this is a case for modernizing, you know, our labor laws in this country because it is so difficult if you work for one of these big corporations, you know, like I've talked about in the past, like when I worked for Domino's, like I couldn't unionize my Domino's store. I thought I could. They said, Nope, sorry. You're owned by the corporation in in, uh, in Michigan, in Ann Arbor, so you have to organize all of the Domino's all across the country. To get a union, and that's hard. That's really difficult, right? Labor laws in this change in this country, they got to change. Yeah, it's basically impossible, right? Like you can't. Hashtag Dan Brewer. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, hashtag Danny Brewer, right? But like, well, like, the labor laws in the country have to change to allow for people to actually unionize. Right. So pizza delivery guys can only unionize on a national scale, which is like yeah. not useful as far as job placement or anything. It's not like some guys like. I'm ready to deliver pizzas. I'll travel wherever the work is. Dan, do you have a blankie on too? I do. He's <laughs> a blankie. Lap <laughs> Real man. But yeah, well, that, man. that was my uh, pinkies up was to uh, hopefully, hopefully their strike goes well. And I mean, it already sounds like uh, there was a, a thing that posted uh, from CNN that it sounds like um, Instacart is trying to work with their uh, representatives to, to get better uh, working conditions for their workers. So good for them. Good for Hopefully them. that's yeah. something that goes out nationwide and Walmart employees just unionize already. Come on. 
Should we give a general shout out to all the healthcare workers that are showing up every day yeah. for the most yeah. unknown conditions that you could possibly face? Yeah, that's my pinky up is, you know, pinkies up to those folks who are showing up on the front lines, whether you work in a grocery store, whether you're a janitor and you're cleaning stuff up, you know, of, of course, healthcare workers, first responders, like pinkies up to those folks because they're they're really putting their lives on the line out there. They man. really and, are. And you don't think it's like the guy at the grocery store, like, yeah, the guy at the grocery store, he's showing up. He's, you know, even if you're going through self-checkout, you know, there's got to be somebody standing there to make sure that it all goes well. And, yeah. you know. It's difficult, man, and there are folks out there, you know, stocking shelves and just yeah, they're putting themselves out there. That's a good the, point. The stocking shelf shelves has got to be horrendous right now. It's it's insane, man. So pinkies up to all those all those folks. Yeah, but that, but I also that grocery store in North Ogden is it Kent or Lee's? Lee's. Yeah, they got like those like like glass shields between the cashiers and the customers now. I yeah. think everywhere has that now. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like Smith's has it, Winco has it, Walmart have them. Have you guys seen the video of couples trying to have sex? And they have like the glass, yeah. they have like saran wrap or like some kind of barrier. You know, like the barrier. Yeah. Sometimes there's three people in the couple. <laughs> That we were discussing because my, yeah. my sister has a hazmat suit, and I was like, you could just cut a hole in your little hazmat suit and just wear that all the time. Right. My brother-in-law wouldn't like me to say little hole. Cut a regular size. <laughs> yeah. Say that. Uh. But I also had a couple of thumbs downs this week as well. Um, the first one was, uh, so the governor has signed a lot of legislation over the weekend because he was up against a 20 day uh, barrier to uh, getting it done. Otherwise it, they, the bill would just become law. And so he signed a couple of these anti-choice bills that we talked a lot about over the session. Oh, um, Dan McKay is basically effective, you know, it's an abortion ban, an elective abortion ban. If Roe v. Wade were to be overturned by the Supreme Court, that bill was signed, and then uh, that anti-choice bill about uh, fetal remains. That bill also got signed. Really? Yep. Oh, the wow. governor just did the thing, and well, so you know, as much love wasting money. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that and that and they've said that that bill will seek a legal challenge. That one in particular, the the one Dan McKay's bill about elective abortion has a trigger, so it won't take effect, which is the reason it was written the way it was written, but um. I just think that, you know, thumbs down to the to those kind of, and like this is the Republican Party, folks. Like everybody wants to go over there and fawn over Spencer Cox or John Huntsman Jr. And it's like, if you elect these guys, this is exactly what you're gonna get. Yeah, like, don't think that because you're, you're yeah. yeah, you're yeah, don't think that because you're gonna elect, you know, a moderate Republican that you're gonna get the things that you want. You may get a few things that you want, but you're not gonna get all the things you want as if you had, you know, elected a Democrat. You know, I was on a, I was on one of the uh, broadcasts with Chris Peterson, who is running for governor. He was an Obama administration official, worked in the, uh, the, I forgot what it's called, but it's the, uh, the CPB, the Consumer Protection Bureau. He worked over there. He's a lawyer. With Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, that Elizabeth Warren used to run. And uh, I got on a couple of his, you know, live streams during the week and a uh, really smart guy, you know, really somebody that, uh, 
I know it's a huge uphill battle for him to win a statewide seat, you know, as a Democrat. But somebody I think that if we're if we're being honest, like this is a serious candidate for the governorship on the Democratic side, like a serious candidate who can stand up there. And especially if somebody some loser like Greg Hughes wins the nomination, you can stand up on the stage next to Greg Hughes and you've got somebody like Chris Peterson over there. That guy's talking sense. And, you know, if you're a person who is serious and like I'm, I'm over these Democrats on Twitter who are, you know, fawning over Spencer Cox, like I'm a died. In the, I saw somebody today that said I'm a died in the wool Democrat, but I'm planning on voting for you. And it's like, what what are you doing? Like you're not even looking at what your your side is, is offering because right. we, we've we've got a, a pretty good option right now. And, yeah. you know, like that's a good I, point. I feel comfortable. That's an I excellent feel, point. Yeah, I feel comfortable looking at what we have on the Democratic side going, OK. Like this is this is okay. Like I don't need Spencer Cox, and yeah, great. He went out and said some nice things about gay people, but at the end of the day, he would have signed that bill too. He would have signed those anti-choice yeah. measures yeah, as well. And so it's like, no, man. Like stop fawning over these moderate Republicans as though they've got your best interests at heart. Because at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, they're going to they do don't. the thing. They're going to go Republicans. right. Yeah. yeah, they're Republicans first and foremost, and that's exactly where they're going to go. And so a lot of people have beat Spencer Cox up, and they're like, well, you know, I like him, but he did support Trump's reelection. Like, yeah, well, well, we need to look past that. Like, no, no, we don't. That says a lot about who he is, because if he was the principled person that he said he was with, you know, with this high level of ethics and these transparency, why wouldn't he reject Trump's candidacy and say, you know what, I'm not endorsing the president. Yeah. I'm not really, I'm not really on board with that. I'm focused on Utah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not, and, and it's an easy answer to give, but it's not what he did. And so thumbs down to that man, like thumbs down to these anti-choice bills and thumbs down to Republicans. You know, just steamrolling because you know, you if you vote Republican in November, this is exactly what you're going to get. And so you need to look at the alternative. Yeah. What are you looking at, Meg? <laughs> John looks like my grandma. Like, <laughs> and I just keep, when he slumps over, like when my grandma slumps over, like she's asleep in her knitted cap, I'm just like, oh my God, is he awake? That's There's a reason your grandma dresses like this. She knows what <laughs> I know. <laughs> she knows it what I know. looks like a little nap and granny. <laughs> I did have a thumbs well, hey. up I wanted to do. Okay. Do you want to go? Well, yeah, I mean, my, My thumbs up is kind of one that your granny would do. That, so it seems oh. like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Let's hear what your gran my granny yeah. would do. Yeah, as long as I'm the granny here, let me tell you guys something. I really appreciate that Governor Herbert. Have you guys seen? Well, no. So, um, like, I'm I'm pretty used to being disappointed with what my Republican government does all the time. But in Utah, I think we've handled this coronavirus thing at least pretty well. Like, I feel safe yeah okay, i know okay i do because meg's freaking out visibly but i like that that's what i'm that's what i'm going for right now uh, no seriously yeah, we get a high profile case we have like what a few cases in the state and we shut down the schools we're like talking about distancing right away like as far as the reactions across the country we've done well and as far as what i might res uh, expect the republican government to do like i've seen other city councils you know, talking about shutting off utilities and stuff, I could have seen Utah react that way, but we didn't, and I appreciate it. And while everybody else is freaking out about what President Trump says, I'm like, I'm not listening to that fool. I've got this section of my country that's my real concern, and I feel like we're doing okay. So thumbs up to them. So I feel. 
Very Bring good. It <laughs> Bring it on, he says. <laughs> I'm just going to have you look at the trajectories of Utah and where they where they see us. So I, yeah. I, I, I've got, I mean, We were at 25% time. raise in one day, and then today we had another over 25% boost. So... You know who was surprising for me was Utah County. I was like, oh, wow, they don't have more, you know, because of the whole, that whole everybody show up. Hasn't been two weeks. Hasn't been two weeks. But exactly. And then I was like, oh, wait, give them, give them time. Give them time. But I mean, Tell what me, Grandma. government going to do? <laughs> Tell them, <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> they did what I wanted the government to do. I don't think that. I mean, short of coming out and banning everybody from leaving or, you know, instituting some kind of curfew or something, I don't think there's much else they could have done. And I don't think that they should have done that. Like, we could maybe, it's maybe debatable on if right now the governor should be making more of a harsh statement about people staying at home. But I think what they've done is fine. I'd say that this crisis... Go, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they did... Pretty much, they got to the bar that they needed to meet, and you're like, "Hey, all right, you know what? We didn't exceed. I, I there just was no look at New York. Just like that, you're exactly right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is that we did fine, and usually we don't. So oh. good job. So, okay. <laughs> okay. For now. I that, no, you've reframed it for me. I think I get what you're saying. I I actually agree with John because it is more. Well, oh my God! You feed his <laughs> ego when he does it. When you guys do that, what do you guys not when understand? When they closed the schools, yeah. I was shocked as hell that they were that preemptive. I will give him that. I was like, "What? They're gonna act?" I yeah. I will give I, you that. I did not expect any action on that. They've set the bar really low so that when they did the basic thing that everyone else did, we're like, oh, oh good job. We, yeah, we're, yeah, we function. We can't You're applaud adequate. What are we going to applaud? That's the Republican <laughs> doctrine, man. <laughs> it's like, we're not going to do dick. And so when we actually do something, it's going to be like, whoa, you they did something. Yeah, you better appreciate you better that, appreciate right? This. <laughs> I was going to say, though, I think – more than anything, this crisis has made me want to be a mayor or a governor, man. Just like watching Andrew Cuomo work every day. Yeah. And just watching, you know, Aaron Mendenhall come out and show leadership has just shown me like there's so much good that you can do as a mayor in this country. And it's something I aspire to, man, because it's just like, you know, it's a force for good, man. Like I listen to Cory Booker talk about being the mayor of Newark and it's like, man, that's that's the best job in the world. Yeah. Cuomo's kicking ass. I mean, they've made yeah. some huge mistakes, but he's he's owning up and then trying to figure out what to do. Um, should we end on my positive pinkies up? Totally. That's it's not COVID related. Let's hear it. Um, so she, this woman, was a reporter for Channel Two, I think, and I worked with her at Fox back in the day and now she's a host for PBS. Her name is Rayanne Christensen. Um, she's from West Point, but um, Rayanne has made it her goal and has used her social media platform to make sure that ducks make it through the winter. 
So she's been going to like Buse Pond and she's been putting together uh, sign up sheets for people to go to the ponds at different days to make sure that these ducks aren't starving through the winter. And then yesterday at Jenkins Pond in Syracuse, she found somebody had released domestic ducklings into the pond, which she said is essentially like putting a dog out into the jungle and expecting it to survive. Yeah. yeah, it just won't. So she's rescued these ducklings and is trying to find them homes. And I just think it's really awesome when somebody uses their yeah, platform. Oh, that's my kid. Okay. <laughs> but I just, I love that she's using her platform to figure out how to help something that's little and small. I'm going to kill my kid. He's little and small. Go out. Yeah, we went up and fed the ducks, I think, because of her. I think my wife follows her and got on the schedule. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, you got to get the special duck food. Like, she's insisted. Yeah. Yeah, she is, IFA, she is such a good of... person. Yeah. Oh, oh, feeding the ducks. I haven't even gone one time, and I'm friends with her, and I'm like, I should go. <sighs> Something else could come up, though. <laughs> it might. Got to plan around that. Yes. So Pinky's up to Ray Ann Christensen. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, upcoming events. Well, nothing. Stay nothing. home. Do you guys know the Democratic coffees haven't been canceled? They still have them up. It was like 9.30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No. Is it not? Them, them folks no. can't be going. Hey, no, that's a they're good not. point, though. There is an event. The caucus night. They're still holding the caucus night. A uh, they're doing it all digital. Yeah. So you need to uh, email the Democrats, and they'll send you a sign-up link. Yeah, I signed up. I emailed. Uh, I texted Stro here in Davis County uh, yesterday and asked if I could be a state delegate through Davis County. Oh, that's so cool. Be, yeah, if you want to be a state yeah. delegate, email the party so that you'll okay. have a say. In the primaries, because we got a primary here in CD1, um, and you'll get a chance to vote at convention. However, they do it, they'll probably do it digitally, from what I understand. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm pulling up the email now that they have they sent out for everybody on that. Yeah, good job, yeah. member of that. Sign up and be a state delegate. Hooray yeah. for virtual town halls of whatever. I think we um, should do something too. Like we should be online. We should let people chat with us online. Let's do okay. these Zoom meetings with our peeps. Let's All have right. a party. That's what I'm saying. Let's have a party. And, yeah, we could invite people to a Skype call or a Zoom call. Yeah, you guys should do drinking liberally from our home. That's right. That's oh, a really good my idea. God, that is that's a good amazing. idea. Yeah, just do it from your house. Look. I am the suburban wife that I am with my white claw. <laughs> I don't have any drinks. Me neither. I got water. I had moonshine and water in my Indy Ogden glass. Oh, I like that. Hey, who won that? Uh, who won those tickets? <laughs> oh my God, I can't talk. <laughs> um. <laughs> somebody did uh, win the tickets somebody did win the tickets so yeah they could, they should be able to just hang out with us then <laughs> right yeah. I'm, I'm oh no no virtually Whoever. obviously virtually who won the tickets 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you can Who find us on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook <laughs> at City Podcast. Everyone's like, "What are they laughing at?" I know. Uh, Junction City Podcast. Uh, join the Facebook group, uh, Junction City Forum. That's where we put. We're gonna. Well, we have been putting up the polls. Uh, get involved. Be engaged. We'll probably, I, I like that idea, John. We'll do some like Skype calls or Zoom conferencing and do maybe a drinking liberally. That'd be fun. I think that'd be a blast. Um, I you can, that'd be fun. Idea. And I was, say, I was, I've been posting that people should watch our back episodes. So I put out a list of our back episodes. Man, we've got some good episodes. Some good old like timeless stuff you could listen to now. That socialism episode, probably better now than it was then. Yeah. You guys aren't doing jack shit. Let's just admit it. You none of you have bathed yourselves at home. You're wearing the same stinky panties you wore the day before. You're greasy. You have a big zit. Just listen to JCP. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them how it is, Meg. Tell well, that's what I look like up until I bathed myself today. I did. The big boy washed himself. I did change my clothes. Uh, also, you could follow us on Twitter. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. Are you telling me you guys have showered every day? Yes. What is wrong? What no, the- yeah. Me too. Are you not showering? Yes. No, man. That's how you get. That's how you. You guys are pumping coronavirus into your house. Just You're really water? showering every yeah. day. Like yeah, every day. You it's in yourself. the water. It's in the water. You guys. Are you drinking water? Not really. I, no, I, I heard somewhere that it was through the the phone waves or something. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Junction City Podcast. Uh, we're we're gonna put this uh, this Skype call. We're gonna put it up on our YouTube page, uh, Junction City Podcast. That'll be fun. Uh, if you want, you could give us money while ah, I hate asking for money while this whole thing's going on. But some effing money. You're just at home eating at home. The money you'd spend eating out, send it. To Patreon and yeah. JCP. Yeah, Junction right. City Podcast. Yeah. I yeah. Go get him, Meg. Do you guys know how long seriously Colby spends trying to figure out what stories he's gonna do? And Dan spends hooking this up and make sure everybody's audio's coming through. And John picks out a cute outfit. Everybody <laughs> hard. You guys should pay up. Well, and especially with that money, you know, once we finally get a bank account, that money will go to paying, paying journalists. Yeah, it might seem like we're very frivolous with our money, but actually, we've got a lot of money and we just don't spend it on anything and we need more. Yeah. We need more. You know what, though? We, we met with a bunch of uh, young journalists who might be looking to make some money, right? That'd they be were cool. smart. They yeah. had they were smart. smart. I was like, Even oh, after we should... our, our session ended, a few of them emailed me some just really sharp questions. I mean, they're with the signpost at Weber State. And, man, Good they're a lot up. more hungry than I was when I was at when I was in school. You know what I mean? You just, like, half-assed whatever you could. And they're, they were impressive. Oh, yeah, okay, Dan. What, were you like, I'm <laughs> diligent in doing my work to the best yes. of my ability? I mean, that's what the studio was. Uh, it's true, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna see. Yeah, like when I was in studio, there were definitely some stories that got mailed in for the college news. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like there was one where like it was the last day and I needed to turn it in. And I was like, oh man, what am I going to do my story on? And there was like a Dia de los Muertos uh, uh, celebration in the, in the union. So I just like grabbed all this B-roll and wrote a quick story on that. <laughs> just got it done, dude. Zero planning. Just got lucky. Uh, you can find our show notes at junctioncitypodcast.com. Um, you can, uh, what's the word? Rate us, right? Yeah, rate. You want to rate our podcast? Rate us. Give us two thumbs up or five stars or whatever, right? Yeah. Look at Shane back on here. I feel like this is this that whole rating things is lost because Shane's gone. Yeah. <clears throat> Right, is there some me. down and dirty story about Shane? Because he needs to come back. I His sass mouth oh. is my favorite thing. If it was sass a good story, mouth. we would have told it. But it was just like a shrug. Well, he's, he's been he's been posting a lot of good stuff on Facebook. Oh, he's br- I, <laughs> let's write him right now and be like, listen, you have something to say. Nobody's looking at your stupid Facebook page. Come on the podcast. I think moving to Skype might get us more Shane and more Meg. This is true. Yes, it's true that it's... You saw how many times I had kids going like, man, they need this. And Brian's like, I need this. That's they need case. things all the time. They need things all the time. Yes. Uh, Yeah, that's all I have. All right. Like we say every week. John Miles is the king. What? I mean, all politics no is local. No one says that. <laughs> says that. I'm editing that out now. No, leave it in. <laughs>